This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Smith corks one into right down the line. It may go. You're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Here's your host, Brett McMillan. It's the Cardinals Insider Podcast, and today's guest is perhaps the author of the most famous moment in Cardinals history. 3-2 delivery on its way. Swing and a high drive to center field. Get up, baby. Get up, baby. Get up. Oh, yeah. David Freeze has just sent us into game number seven. This series is tied. David Freeze, the St. Louis native, recently retired and back in the fold here with the Cardinals, this time as a member of the Cardinals alumni. We were really fortunate to have a few moments with David when he came through town a couple weeks ago, was in for a Bud Bash, his kickoff to his official career as a Cardinals alumni. We have a wide-ranging discussion, everything from uh, how he got traded over to the Cardinals. Remember, just because he's from St. Louis, he actually wasn't originally drafted by the Cards. He was swapped for a player, and it, quote, in his words, devastated him. Hear about that experience, plus where he was when he got traded. Uh, He did not sleep in his own apartment for kind of an interesting reason. I hadn't heard the story behind it before. Why he chose to sleep on a friend's couch during the 2011 postseason. David digs into that, plus a little bit about what he is up to today after his playing days. David, beloved, he's a St. Louis classic, and so is hockey in this town. The Cardinals host the Reds the weekend of September 10th through 12th, and there are great giveaways all weekend long. On Friday night, 30,000 fans ages 16 and older are going to take home their own Cardinals hockey sweater. That is courtesy of Valley Sports Midwest. For tickets or more information, visit cardinals.com slash promotions. Bullies are close to dropping the puck on training camp. And right now we're going to drop our interview so that way you can listen to it. It's David Freeze here on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Well, hard to believe that it's been a decade since the 2011 Cardinals forced their way into the postseason and then went on that magic run in October. This guy had a little something to do with that, and he's back at Bush tonight as we speak for his very first engagement uh, as an official Cardinals alumni. David, uh, what's it like, man, to be back here in St. Louis at Bush Stadium taking all this in? Yeah, it's like I can't stop thinking about how it's been 10 years. (laughs) Um, A lot's happened. Uh, But the love and support of everybody in the city, uh, this organization, it hasn't changed. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's emotional for sure thinking about it. Ozzie Smith hosts our show, and I heard that you specifically said, hey, if Ozzie could catch my first pitch, that would be pretty cool. Uh, why was he the guy out of, I mean, all the Cardinals alumni in town, that was the guy that you, you chose? Yeah, uh, Ozzie was just the guy that I grew up watching. He was my favorite player. Um, you know, I pitched growing up, but I played a lot of shortstop. Um, 
you know he he was the guy that you wanted to impersonate in the in the backyard or on on the field you know taking grounders and barehanded balls but uh you know, the little time I've been around him when I was a Cardinal, he's just a class act, um, everything about him. And I still remember the the one time I played catch with him in, in 2012 in camp, you know, and I'm, I'm probably 30 years old then. But, uh, man, I felt like a kid, you know. he's he, I just remember being a kid watching him. And um, the fact that he can come back around even after catching Maroon and, and um, do this for me, um, it's great. It's real special. Were there other moments when you were a Cardinal? I mean, playing catch with Ozzie for any St. Louis, and that's that's special. But other moments that jumped out to you where you went, I can't believe I'm talking to X or doing Y. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, thinking about that question, it's just about going down to camp. And, um, you know, the times you get to be around Red Shandies or Lou Brock, Bob Gibson, Ozzie, Willie, like you can keep going on. This is an organization where – the history is everywhere, and uh, for people to take pride in what they were part of, and to to go down to camp, spend their time with, you know, the players that are that are on the team now, and and um, spend time with fans. Um, that's a decision that they make, um, you know, and it's awesome, you know, because they don't have to do that. And you know, that's what I look back on as as being a Cardinal, just the tradition of of how great, you know, all the all the legends were um, with all of us. This game creates a lot of great stories. I think that's what so many of us love about it. One of my favorites is how you came to join the organization. I think people sometimes forget you were drafted by the Padres, right. got traded over here for Jim Edmonds, and that started in a Burger King. Is that that correct? <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like outside of L.A. Um, got a phone call that I didn't know know the number to, and then got another one. Um, and the first one was Grady Fuson, our, our farm director for the Padres. Said I got traded to St. Louis, uh, you know. I, I and then Mo Mo called me and I talked to him and I remember one of my first questions was for who because I knew you know I was in high A going to double A triple A hopefully and you know seeing who I could potentially play with and then he said said Jim Edmonds and I was crushed you know because I didn't know in a couple of years if he's still going to be there and, and maybe I get to play with him because I loved watching him and watching him play um, but I know there was some trade issues early on with with uh, with Jim and you know they went to San Diego and that worked out and that that brought me home um, can't remember what team he would almost went to but uh just crazy to think about I'm sitting at Burger King getting a couple phone calls and you know I remember Mo saying don't tell anybody until tomorrow because we're not going to announce it but you know obviously I, I called people and just you know hush them up for 24 hours had you met Jim at that point, or would you meet him later? And what what was that discussion like? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I ever I hadn't met him prior, but uh, um, I don't know, man. It's just crazy. He wanted to go home out west a little bit, and uh, just like you said, being a Padre and then ending up back home, you know that that's a little different than a hometown team kind of taking a flyer on a you know fifth year senior. Um, but uh, it's just just crazy to think about, and you know that was. That was you know, 07, 08, um, just, just a long time ago, I guess. 2009, you break with the club. You do the whole deal here, riding around the warning track. I mean, that's special, no matter where somebody grew up. But for you, what's the most vivid memory you have of that experience? Um, just feeling my heart pounding. <laughs> just, just crazy to think about. Growing up, you know, seeing one of the best opening days in the league and then being a part of it. You know, wearing the jersey, the birds on the bat, having a chance to play for a team that that wants to win um, at such a young professional age, uh, just crazy. It all just happened really fast, man. You walk into a team in the big leagues that has a chance, and a couple of years later, you're world champs, and and you did it with uh, you know a handful of guys that were your age, also, you know, and 
um, just just crazy to think about it. And you're and you're back here ten you know ten years after the World Series and get to enjoy this moment with your friends and family and and um, you know twenty twenty five thousand people that you don't know. Um, it's just surreal. Game six is the moment, obviously, but I was looking at the numbers before we came out here. You hit 397 that postseason. I mean, really, uh, we're locked in at the plate the entire time. At what point did you look up and say or feel, I think that I've kind of I've got a run in me here? <laughs> um, I think, you know, I had a good game, um, game four against Philly. You know, get some confidence, find your swing a little bit. But I think a couple games into Milwaukee was when I was like, okay, you know, this could be a great time to, to feel good and to, to keep going. I know a lot of us kind of got hot against Milwaukee and we took it into, into the Texas series. But uh, I remember back then thinking that, wow, this is like this kind of run, this kind of feeling at the plate is happening right now. Um, <laughs> what a perfect time. Hmm. Uh, did you sleep on a buddy's couch before game six? Is that a, a real deal? <laughs> so, so I moved apartment. I was moving apartments right before the postseason and I had like a three-week wait for cable and so I'm not gonna stay at my apartment so my buddy Dan Kriegshauser who I went to Merrimack with um, I slept on his couch every night we were home um, that whole that whole run that whole October uh, it was wild and then uh, he had the couch for a while I don't think he has it anymore um, but uh, yeah yeah I just shacked up with Kriegs um, for four or five weeks and uh, I remember Dan, a couple weeks in, he's like, you're not leaving. So, you know, no matter what you think, you're not leaving. But after game six, went back there, hung out, didn't sleep at all. It was crazy just uh, trying to figure out what just happened. Um, but you don't even need sleep before game seven. We're going to have a bunch of guys from that 2011 team in September 18th. going to be a lot of fun here. So definitely Cardinals.com. Make sure that you get your tickets and you're here. What are you looking forward to most about that group being back together probably the most of you guys that have been together in a, a decade yeah you're right definitely the first time that we'll all be back together um i think just sharing the moment with with uh who was involved and that includes the fans like i think uh there's a lot of fans in this city that you know if they're si excited about tonight you know that's awesome that means a lot to me but you know so many people understand what that night in september is gonna is gonna be about and what it means to a lot of people and that's I mean, that's that's the greatest feeling about winning is um, the effect that you have on so many people, um, you know, for whatever reason. I, I get it, man. I'm a sports fan, but it, it's just crazy how much uh, a month, a week, a night can really affect uh, yourself or somebody in your family. Um, it's, it, it's fun. You'll be talking a lot about that Game 6 moment, obviously, uh, hoisting the trophy at the end of the World Series, but I kind of want to go a little different here. What's your favorite non-2011 postseason moment as a Cardinal? <laughs> um, oof. That's a good question. Uh, I think, I mean, I know we lost in 13, um, and I know I didn't play well, like, pretty much the whole year, but I think just playing another World Series with St. Louis, like, uh, it, it was great to, to play at Fenway in the World Series, to feel that, um, to feel those fans come at you, you know, three or four games that we were there. Um, just to have the opportunity to make a run with a club like this in a city like this, um, you know, that's what, that's what I'll take with me forever. And you're a St. Louis guy. You're here a lot. We'll be seeing a lot of you fantasy camp uh, coming up here in November, too. That should be pretty fun. But uh, tell us what you're doing today. You're living in Austin, Texas, and, and how are you passing the time? Yeah, just hanging out in Austin. Uh, got a couple boys. Um, Kai's almost four, and, and Cato just turned one. 
Uh, my wife Marin does a heck of a job, obviously, raising those guys and still raising me a little bit. But uh, yeah, man, we're just having a blast. You know, trying to trying to just figure things out. I know last year and even this year, it's it's you know kind of been a little different. Um, you know, but we're just working th working through it all and just raising kids and having having a good time down there. Can't wait to see David back here on September the 18th. By the way, that is his bobblehead night that is recently announced. And it is the weekend, of course, of the 2011 team reunion. A bunch of guys from that team are going to be here. You will not want to miss it. Check out Cardinals.com to make sure that you have your tickets. Another great game you're going to want to be here for is when the Cardinals host the Reds the weekend of September 10th through 12th. And there's great giveaways all weekend long, including Saturday, 30,000 fans ages 16 and up taking home a patriotic baseball cap courtesy of Country Bobs. Which of the four styles will you receive? Find out when you walk through the gates on Saturday, September 11th. For tickets or more information, visit cardinals.com slash promotions. It is a hat that is gray with a American flag style uh, logo on it. It's got a cardinal logo, the interlocking STL, where the normal blue with white stars would be, and some of the stripes on. Some of the hats are alternating red and white. There's one that is all kind of a sheen white, and then an all navy blue and an all red. So a really neat looking Cardinals patriotic themed cap that is the gate giveaway on September the 11th. Thanks so much for joining us. A very special thanks to David Freeze. I just can't wait to see him around here at the ballpark more and more. As you heard, he's living in Austin, Texas right now, but he's a St. Louis guy through and through. Lafayette High School and uh, the author of, in my opinion, probably the most famous moment in the history of the St. Louis Cardinals. And that's saying something because there's a lot of history around here. Hope that you enjoyed the interview. If you enjoy our show, a positive rating, review, subscription, if you want to go ahead and follow along with us wherever you get your podcast, that's just really huge to, to helping the show and making sure that we can continue to give you this kind of content. We drop new episodes the final day of the month, final weekday of the month, throughout this baseball season. So we've got one regularly scheduled uh I guess, primary episode, you would say. And then we've also been working in some bonus episodes, mostly our Flashback Fridays, which are awesome, wide-ranging, long-form interviews between Brian Finch and famous Cardinals alumni as they come through town. You can check it all out, cardinals.com slash podcast, or wherever you're listening right now. But for the moment, for David Freeze, I'm Brett McMillan. Thanks for joining up with us here on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. <laughs>